You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog, and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander's up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Welcome to Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Why let sleeping dogs lie when you can take the bull by the horns and let the fur fly? So get your claws out and get ready to rattle some cages on Pet Peeves with your host, pet expert, and award-winning author, Amy Shojai. Hey there, and welcome to Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Amy Shojai, and today our show, Love Em, Don't Leave Em, revisits a recent theme. Now here comes my rant of the week. Can the economy get any worse? As people struggle to make ends meet, pets suffer too. What if you lose your job, your home, or or simply must downsize to a more economical housing or, or lifestyle? How do you choose? Do you fill the car with gas or fill the bowl with kibble? Can you find rental space that takes a St. Bernard or the five cats you've had for a decade or more? Animal shelters and rescue leagues across the country deal with waves of relinquished or abandoned pets. When people become financially strapped or frantic to find housing for themselves, they may wait until the last minute, if at all, to make accommodations for their animals. Have cats and dogs that we've loved for years become an expendable luxury in these trying times? Well, I hope my guest today will shed some light on this topic. I'm delighted to introduce you to Dr. Lauren Brickman. She started as a veterinary technician at Garden City Park in 1997 and went on to veterinary school. After graduating from Ross University, she completed one clinical year at North Carolina State University School of Veterinary Medicine. Dr. Lauren is also a spokesperson for the popular NBC website, PetSide.com, and a regular Today Show guest. So come, sit, stay. And we'll be right back with Dr. Lauren after these messages. Okay, time to call off the dogs. Pet Peeves will be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Flight 291 is now boarding. All passengers, please proceed to gate 4. And who's this traveling with us today? This is Bailey. She's never flown Midwest Airlines before. Hi, Bailey. She'll be fine. We take special care of our traveling pets. In fact, our premier pet program was created by an employee and dog lover who believes that pets should be handled as precious cargo. And they are. Oh, and they earn travel rewards, too. Oh, good. Thanks for flying Midwest Airlines, Bailey. Enjoy your flight. Visit MidwestAirlines.com. Pets are part of the family, and when traveling with your dog, there's only one magazine to include when packing your doggy's duffel bag, and that's Fido Friendly, the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel, city and state reviews, and doggy destinations to explore with your furry companion. Fido Friendly magazine can be found at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, Pet Boutiques, and Fido Friendly Hotels nationwide. Or you can go online to subscribe at www.fidofriendly.com. So get traveling with your pet today and leave no dog behind. And remember, 
Fido Friendlies, the only magazine dedicated to the travel lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Welcome to Personals.com. As a fellow cat owner, I know how finicky we are. From our friendships to our loves to just about everything, not any old website is going to satisfy us. Here at Personals.com, cat lovers from all walks of life can celebrate the photos, the stories, and videos of their beloved family member. And if you're single, here's your chance to meet someone who's perfect for you. Share your personality today for free. See you soon. Personals.com. That's P-U-R-R-S-O-N-A-L-S dot com. Finally, a place to meet that special person. Want to know what cats like to eat for breakfast? Mice Krispies, of course. Learn everything there is to know about cats on Catitude with your host, Tom Dock. Each week, we'll spotlight a cool cat breed, give up-to-date advice on cat health, and check out spiffy new cat products. So curl up on the couch every week for a perfectly enjoyable time on Catitude. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're foaming at the mouth to get back to pet peeves. So here's Amy with some more tail-tying, fur-flying fun. Welcome back to Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio. And please help me welcome Dr. Lauren Brickman, a veterinarian with some pretty nifty insights into our topic Welcome to the show, Dr. Lauren. Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm delighted that uh, we can finally meet. We're both on uh, PetSide.com, so I've seen videos of you. I feel like I already know you. <laughs> I know, and I've seen you there, too, so I feel like I know you as well. <laughs> well, tell me a little about yourself for, for our listeners who maybe haven't visited yet. What, what dogs and cats do you have? Well, right now, I, I only have one dog. I um, unfortunately just lost one of my mutts due to cancer, and now I have yet another mutt that I rescued. Her name is Olivia, and uh, she is the love of my life. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, you, you say you have a mutt, and I'm, I'm assuming then you adopted Olivia from a, a shelter? Actually, I rescued her off the streets. Um, we just found her. So her I took into my home, but my... My dog that just recently passed away, he was a rescue from a shelter. Well, I know that on our topic today, we have, we're talking about all these shelters and rescue groups that they're just being inundated right now. I mean, this is kitten season anyway and puppy season, and so these adult animals don't have a great shot at finding new homes. How many pets do shelters and rescue groups typically see each year, and are the numbers really going up? Do you know any statistics? Yeah, I mean, it can range anywhere from um, 5 to 8 million pets a year in shelters and rescue groups. And, and the numbers are unfortunately going up. And it, it's unfortunate, but we hope that with raising awareness, the numbers can go down. There's definitely things that the people can do. And you talk about kitten season and stuff like that. That's why spaying and neutering is so important. Right. Well, why are people these days relinquishing or even 
even abandoning their pets. I'm in Texas, and we're hearing uh, stories of people going into these foreclosed homes and finding the animals still there without food, without water. It's just, it's just a tragic situation. Is that really what's, what's leading this charge? A lot of it, I think, is. Um, you know, in, in my area, I am in Long Island, New York, so I don't see a lot of that, but I know that this is going on all over, unfortunately, with the foreclosures. And people are desperate, and desperate people do desperate things, and they, they sometimes are forced to leave the animals behind. But I think people need to realize that there are consequences to that. There are abandonment laws. I mean, it is illegal to abandon a pet. Now, not everywhere, the, you know, the law isn't always strictly enforced, but, but it is illegal. And there are other options. People need to try and at least look to shelters and rescue agencies to get their pets a home. But unfortunately, 50% of these animals do end up being euthanized. I know here in Texas, uh, abandonment is uh, punishable under Texas Animal Cruelty Act. It's a Class A misdemeanor that um, it can carry a $4,000 fine and up to a year in jail. So, I mean, even if you don't have common decency, that's going to hit your pocketbook even harder. I think we need to think a little bit about consequences here. And just dumping the kitty cat or the puppy dog in the neighbor's yard isn't necessarily going to be helpful either. No, no, it's not. And I mean, I've even read, you know, people think, well, if they leave the animal in the house with tons of food, it'll be okay. It's not going to be okay. And as much as I never, ever want to hear that any of these animals are euthanized, that would be a more humane death for them. I mean, these animals that are left in homes to starve and die, that's not a nice way to go. Not at all. Not at all. Well, I know that if you're moving, people are having to downsize. They they may be are evicted, uh, which is a terrible thing in itself, but other times they just are not able to finance things any longer and they must move to an apartment. And uh, what about if people are thinking about, I may have to you know, give up my house and go into an apartment, what are some things that they can think about as far as finding some pet-friendly housing? Well, I mean, I think the internet is a great resource for that because I've been there. I mean, I've, I've lived in many different places throughout my education process and I've had trouble finding places that accept pets. And if you do enough research, you can find places that will accept pets. You may have to pay a little extra. You may have to leave a security deposit or something, but it really can be done. I'm sure of it. And it may not be easy, but I still think it's better than um, having to, to give up your animal. Oh, absolutely. I know when uh, when we moved from the country, we were in Kentucky at the time and moved from a farm out on the country into the city in Louisville, Kentucky. And there were only a handful of places that accepted pets. And most of them, you know, they didn't buy my story that my German shepherd was a miniature German shepherd. I mean, at you know, 80 pounds, he was nobody's miniature. But we found a place and and the fact that he was obedience trained weighed heavily. The fact that we were willing to introduce him to the apartment manager in advance weighed heavily. So I think you can maybe take some steps like that and get a letter of recommendation maybe from veterinarians trainers. Yep. Yep, I've, I've had to write many letters for clients saying that the dog is very well behaved and, and kind of like you said, in terms of the obedience training, even if you said to the, the landlord or whomever that, that you would be willing to, to crate your animal while you're not in the house so that, you know, just to guarantee them that the animal can't, you know, whether it's destructive or not, it'll guarantee the people that the animal's not going to rip up the carpet or chew on the doors. If that's what it takes, you know, then I, I think that's a, a reasonable step. Right, and, and something I would caution people to 
to don't take a verbal agreement. I mean, get it in writing because there have been times when you may be grandfathered into an apartment and then somebody buys the apartment complex and changes the rules on you. So get it in writing, folks, if if you do take this step. Something we talked about just before uh, we came on air here were the concerns about senior citizens, any laws uh, regarding allowing pets or not? Is there anything in that arena that you know of, Dr. Lauren, that might increase chances that King or Fluffy will be accepted when our senior citizens have to move, say, into assisted living? Unfortunately, from everything I've seen, these assisted living places are not accepting pets. I've actually taken my dog to visit assisted living places because the people really like having animals around, but that's just for visits. So I don't know of any that allow dogs. And I mean, that's something to think about because I, but I do know many senior citizens that have had to have family members take on the animal. So really that's what I've seen happen. That's a very frustrating aspect. So if, if people are concerned about uh, perhaps a spouse or loved one is um, becoming uh, coming to that age when when, when maybe they need some help taking care of their pet, that's something to consider and maybe have family members step up to the plate there. Yes, I do think that would be the best thing to do. And, you know, I don't think it may not be a good idea for, for a senior citizen to to get a puppy if they're worried that they're going to have trouble caring for that puppy. And you, know, you just have to have a lot of foresight. Anybody has to have foresight when they get an animal because that animal is going to be around for a long time and you kind of have to just plan ahead. I mean, that's for everybody. That is for everybody. And I want to continue that line of conversation after we come back speaking with Dr. Lauren Brickman after these messages from our sponsors. Okay, time to call off the dogs. Pet Peeves will be back with more biting topics right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Ready to take a walk? Not just you, but your whole family. It's the 2008 Whisker Walk, Sunday, June 8th from 9 to 4 at the Lancaster Fairground in Lancaster, Massachusetts. Pet owners and animal lovers walk to lend a paw to benefit the animal shelters and pet charities they love. Come see exhibits, demonstrations, educational programs, special attractions, product giveaways, entertainment, auctions, raffles, food, fun, and things for adults and kids to see, do, and buy, both human and pet-related. Whisker Walk 2008, a fun day for everyone. For more information, log on to whiskerwalk.org. 
There's nothing like a shaggy dog, baby. They're shagatonic. And this is the place to find out how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Oh, yeah. So stop by our pad every week and get switched on, baby. Switched on to the show that's all about attitude. Oh, behave. With your groovy host, pet edutainer Arden Moore. Yeah, baby, yeah. Every week on demand on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're foaming at the mouth to get back to pet peeves. So here's Amy with some more tail-tying, fur-flying fun. We're back, and again, speaking with Dr. Lauren Brickman, a spokesperson for the popular PetSide.com website. Dr. Brickman is a member of the New York State Veterinary Medical Association, the Long Island Veterinary Medical Association, and the American Veterinary Medical Association. Now, we are here talking about the economic crisis and how it affects our pets. Now, Dr. Lauren, it's not just about the housing. Tell me, has, has the cost gone up for pet care or has my wallet just shrunk? No, I think the cost has gone up, and I think it will continue. You know, prices are raised every year in most veterinary clinics, I think, as the cost of living goes up. So, you know, people need to prepare for that and realize that that having a pet is not a cheap thing. You know, one thing I've seen become very popular these days is pet insurance. And I, I am an advocate for pet insurance because... I hope the pet never needs it, but if they do, it's really going to help your wallet. I've seen it help a lot, a lot of clients out who have, their pets have needed unexpected surgeries, which have been thousands, and the insurance really helps them. Well, I know my own case, I had um, Magic, this is my German Shepherd, microchipped, and part of that policy included some insurance in case they ever got lost or hurt while they were lost and then returned that would pay for that. So there are some options out there. Yes, I use that chip all the time, um, and I do know exactly what you're talking about. Unfortunately, that insurance doesn't work in New York yet, but I think every other state, they they do that. But um, I think that you insure your car, <laughs> and I would, I would insure my pet. I mean, I everybody loves their pet, so I really, I think it's well worth it. Well, and even for people that perhaps don't want to go the route of actual purchase of a insurance policy, if you just put five or ten dollars back a month, you know, stick it in the pet piggy bank, you know, over the course of a year, you're going to have enough there in case you have an emergency. And would most veterinarians in cases of emergency, Dr. Lauren, be willing to work with the client? I mean, they aren't going to say, no, I'm not going to treat your dog. We're going to have to put him to sleep because you don't have the funds. They're going to work with you a little bit, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. In the clinic where I am, we do many things. Um, There's something out there called care credit, which human doctors and dentists accept as well. And it's kind of like a credit card, but it's a 0% interest rate for a long time. So that's the type of payment plan. Many veterinarians accept payment plans, post-dated checks. I have to say that the vast majority of veterinarians are willing to work with people in case of an emergency, but saving up for your pet, like you mentioned, is a great, great idea. I mean, just like you would have a, a savings for a child, it's, I think it's a great idea to have one for a pet. Well, what are some tips or tricks as far as saving costs on 
I mean, food, medical bills, all those different things. I, I know that y- you mentioned you're going to have some tips for us. So I'm, listen, I'm taking notes here because I need all the help <laughs> I can get. Well, fortunately, if in case I can't mention everything, there's a great article on PetSide.com about cost-saving tips, which, I mean, they thought of so many things that many people, including myself, couldn't even think of them all. But um, in terms of food, buying food in bulk definitely will save you a lot of money. And, and I, I do that. And then you, you store it in Tupperwares. That's a great way to go. And in terms of, I mean, I know I spend a lot of money on dog toys because my dog rips up her toy. I mean, at least, you know, once a week. So if you go to, you can visit dollar stores where they have cheaper dog toys. Um, and I think in terms of medical, saving on medical bills, I think prevention or preventative health care is, is the best way. Dogs and cats need annual visits to make sure they're healthy. Do you want to brush your pet's teeth at home? That's a great way to prevent dental disease. And actually, there's a video on PetSide.com showing how to do that. And there's just so many things that people can do at home to save money, cutting the nails. I mean, a, a pedicure can cost up to $20 in certain places, and that's money that you can save yourself. Oh, absolutely. I know I trim my cat's nails every week. We've been doing this since she was a tiny kitten, and uh, she doesn't mind it at all. Now, the, the dog makes me pay him for every nail cut. He gets a treat. So he kind of he kind of likes that, but I think you can get away with that. But I mean, just for an example, I was away over the weekend. And uh, my husband took care of Magic, and I came home, and he had, um, he's a roughneck. He had played and laid open his paw, and that was a $200 bill just to get, you know, three or four stitches. So it can cost you a good size wallop there in no time. Exactly, exactly. And if you do, again, what you recommended, saving, I mean, that, that visit could have been paid for. So, I mean, I really am, am an advocate on saving for pets. <laughs> I know you, you mentioned the uh, toys, and I've started doing that for, for Magic, too, because he, he likes to take them apart. It's fun for him to take the stuffing out. The cat, though, what I call cheap thrills. I mean, in my experience anyway, any toy I've ever bought for her, she ignores, and she likes the empty bag or the empty box. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you could toss, toss a soft toy in the, in the empty bathtub and let her play, and she's a happy kitty. So you, could, yep. you don't have to go with the expense. No, definitely. There's, there's always ways around these things. So I, I definitely, I, I agree. I mean, my neighbor's cat will sit there and play with a Q-tip for hours. Oh, and yes. that's, a, that's a pretty cheap toy. <laughs> uh, well, and uh, the dogs, of course, uh, laundry day is a fun day because he gets to uh, swipe the dirty laundry, uh, God forbid, <laughs> and plays with the socks for hours now. Then we have to buy our new socks because they're holy. But that's a little cheaper <laughs> than dog toys. It is. Other resources that you might be able to share with, well, let's be sure, the PetSide.com is a great resource, and we will put that up on the website. And I also have the link here for the 11 ways to save on pet cost. Are there other resources you would recommend, Dr. Lauren, that people can go and get other ideas about saving costs for your pet care? Sure. Well, one thing that I recommend daily to clients is... um, 1-800-PET-NETS. Everybody I know now is using that to get cheaper vitamins, supplements, even veterinary prescriptions. I mean, this place will fax the prescription to me and I'll sign it. And, you know, while, while we're not dispensing the medication, it is saving these clients a lot of money. You know, sometimes the clients will say, I'm sorry, I can't afford that medication, but hey, with these websites and there's other, there's other pet pharmacies online, I think that could really help save a lot of money. 
Is there anything that I've not asked you that you, on this whole, it's a huge topic, really, but is there anything that you think listeners should know about? Yeah, I hope that when people are considering new pets or, they, you know, they just, they've decided that they want to get a pet, that they really think ahead and plan and realize what a commitment it is. And I also am a huge advocate of adoption. I think that, you know, like we were talking about before, there are so many unwanted animals. There's plenty of purebreds. If people want a purebred, you know, about 30% of animals in shelters and rescues are purebreds. And every breed, every dog breed has its own rescue. So if someone wants a specific type of animal with a little bit of research, they may be able to adopt. And I really, I think that that is um, our responsibility. And I think it's a great way to go. I think also uh, just a note in this times of trouble and stress, if you do have a tragedy and you have you know, a purebred or a pedigreed cat and must find a new place, go back to the breeder. The responsible breeders will help you find placement for your pets. So I think that's also a good thing to know and um, to consider. They definitely will. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm delighted that you were here. We are out of time, but I'd like to thank Dr. Lauren Brickman again and the producers for making Pet Peeves possible. I dare you to join me next week for Pet Peeves on Pet Life Radio for the next installment of What Hisses You Off. Email me suggestions or post a note to my blog by dialing up PetLifeRadio.com and clicking on the Pet Peeves logo. You can get transcripts that way, too. Woofs and purrs until next time. Prepare now for the unimaginable so your pocketbook won't force you to make awful choices you'll regret. Instead of howling about it, search out pet-friendly housing ahead of time. Implement Dr. Lauren's money-saving tips on pet care. In fact, PetSite.com, as she mentioned, is currently featuring a special 11 money-saving tips on pet care. and We'll post that link for you on our site. Believe me, you don't want to lose your pets during these stressful times when you need them most. So keep them happy because you don't want them to get peeved. That's it. You're madder than a junkyard dog and you're not going to take it anymore. Your feathers are ruffled, your dander is up, and you've got a definite bone to pick. Join us each week on Pet Peeves, the show that lets you dig through the dirt and unleash your passion for pets. Your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Amy Shojai, will talk about what makes you howl and what hisses you off. Pet Peeves, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.